Hey, 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 what's up, everyone? This is OTBN365. I'm Jeff. Jeff Needs Sports. And thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Thanks for everything you do for us over here at the network. Um, remember, go check out everybody in the network over at offtheballnetwork.com. Got a new and improved website up there. It's uh, it's really cool, really awesome, really great way to keep up with everybody and uh, maybe meet some new people. And as always, you can find us on Off the Ball Network at all your podcast locations, or you can find me at Jeff Needs Sports at every po- every podcast outlet there is out there if if you choose. So, so uh, we'll kind of kind of get down to business here. Uh, you know, I skipped yesterday. Uh, you know, people I, I don't you know people who listen every day may have noticed if you didn't notice, but it was essentially this. I you know got up yesterday morning and was trying to put this, put something together for the show and I was just I was literally just too uh too sad from you know the the week's events everybody knows exactly what I'm talking about if you don't well good for you um you live in a you live in a much happier place so uh that was the end of it I, I you know I didn't I didn't see this I didn't see the if I you know the necessary necessity to come on and at that moment as raw as everything was and as emotional as everything was to get on here and and rant and rave that's not what anybody needed uh yesterday i think i think in times like this and especially tragedies and these major events that happen so often we sometimes think they're not major but they're still major events just because of the frequency doesn't change anything that sometimes you need a minute to uh, you know, gather your own thoughts and, and process your, you know, I've always been, that's why I said we create the conversation here. I'm always a bit about processing your thoughts and processing your own feelings and not, you know, not, you know, with sports, it's, it's fine to knee jerk and have a good time and, you know, have top 10 lists. And this is the, this is the end of the world. This is the beginning, but th- this stuff, you know, the things that are, have happened in the last couple of weeks in America, last we'll say decade in America. Sometimes I think that humans need, need a minute to process on their own, decide how they feel about it and then move forward with that. So I just, that, that's, that's the reason yesterday I just thought it was, it was time to take a breath and, you know, sports just were simply on the back burner and it, it just wasn't the time. And I, you know, and I'm not the, I'm not smart enough, articulate enough to, to help anybody get through this, but I am here. If you know, anybody ever wants to talk about any of the, the real serious stuff going on out there, I'm always an open book. So that was that. Uh, the only thing I'll touch on is, uh, you know, two nights ago, you know, after, after the tragedy in Texas, uh, Steve Kirk is, this is the connection to sports here. He gets on, he has his press conference and this is what kind of finally, you know, set me over the edge. You know, we all, we all try to rationalize and, and and we wanted to take a step away and blank it out. You know, they're getting ready to play the Warriors Mavs game and it's his, you know, it's his pregame presser. And, you know, he he took that time and that format to express his thoughts on, you know, government um you know, gun regulations and answer and all these things. And I'm not here to tell you how to think about it, how to feel about it and all that. You know, you've obviously, you know, You've, you've probably made up your mind by now how you feel about these things. But I just, you know, my only thoughts on it was I don't mind him doing that. And I know that everybody says whether it's a whether it's a classic shut up and dribble or whether it's a, you know, I'm here to watch sports. I, I don't need to talk about this. I don't I do not. My personally, I don't mind when somebody, whether it's in the sports world or entertainment world, speaks out like that. And the reason I say that it, it's not about whether Steve Kerr's dead on or right or knows it's not about validating what he said or why he said it. It is the fact that, you know, they, they, 
the fact is they have the stage, they have the voice, they have the ears and the eyeballs on them. And when they speak out, it, I think it helps get the conversation in the air. And that's the only way we're ever going to get, you know, through or, or figure out anything, solution, possible, you know, things that we can do to help these situations is to get the conversation constantly out there. And and uh, so th- that's what, you know, that, that made me think about that. And, you know, he said some things that really, you know, sparked some thoughts in my mind. And, you know, that that's I, that's what he was you know, that, that's one of well, the goals. So I was just, you know, uh, just as far as that goes, that was, um, you know, that it was a, it was a terrible, it was just a terrible Tuesday. There's just no, no doubt about it, but I'm not going, I'm not trying to hear to depress you. I'm not trying to hear to bring you down. I know we're not, we're not going to have this long political discussion about that. Uh, we are going to talk about sports and they kept, they, you know, the, 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 unfortunately, sometimes the world keeps turning. They play the games. Matter of fact, that night, uh, Dallas, you know, forced uh, game five you know they avoided the sweep against the Warriors uh Donald Chick had a good game you know Golden State kind of slept walk through it but that doesn't matter that's what you do you take advantage of that stuff in the NBA playoffs we've talked about that and you know so hey Dallas is Dallas is still still in this thing uh and until they lose the next game you know so that hasn't happened they'll play tonight as we speak and, and we'll see what happens you never know I think if Golden State doesn't beat Dallas tonight. Now we've got something to talk about. You know, if it gets to four, if it gets to three, two series, now we've got something to talk about, especially with a, a guy like Doncic on the other side who may, you know, may, may just make one of these magical runs. So I think Golden State really needs to put this away. We talked about it. Get put this away, get some rest and, and move on to the, on the NBA finals if possible. So last night, my goodness, my goodness, Wednesday night, the, Celtics and the Heat play game five. Uh, it, it was the series tied two two going in this, and it, it's just there's no other way I can say it, folks. It's one of the just un, most unwatchable games I've ever watched. I watched these games, and I really this is one that I watched for the podcast because it it didn't deserve to be watched. It was the Heat were absolutely dreadful. Couldn't couldn't put a basketball, couldn't throw a basketball in the ocean if they were standing on the shore last night it was just awful they they you know they're banged up they're tired their legs are their legs are gone it it was just the first half was close somehow the second half the Celtics just just mauled them just 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 walked through them the heat couldn't score they they couldn't they couldn't do anything it's it, it was just crazy uh you know Jimmy Butler has 13 points Kyle Lowry it's 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 it, this season's done. Like shut it down. Whatever whatever's going on with Kyle, whether it's physical, whether it's injuries, it doesn't matter what it is. Kyle Lowry last night, twenty five minutes, zero points, one rebound, zero assist. This is a point guard, zero for six field goals. Obviously, zero for five from three. No free throw attempts. No blocks. No steals. Three turnovers, and five fouls. That was that was the starting point guard that the off season, you know, acquisition to put Miami over the top. That was his stat line last night. So there's part of the problem. It's just to, you know, it feels like a demise for this team. It was only 93 to 80, but it was never, it, it wasn't that close of a game. And there was never, it, nobody watching the game thought that there was any chance that the Heat were going to come back. The Celtics are just, uh, the Celtics are banged up, but they're not, not like the Heat are. And when I say, and I'm not saying that, they don't have injuries on both sides. Just the Heat are just – they just look – they're just toast. They really they really just look like they were over it uh, last night. I don't – I see probably Friday nights just being a 
a blowout. Celtics move on to the finals and the Heat go home and lick their wounds because, boy, they need to regroup. Uh, Tatum and Brown were just too much last night. They're, they they look they're, – they're the – I mean, out of the five best players on the court, Miami might have one. Maybe Butler can squeeze in at one right now, but it's, it's a mismatch. Tatum and Brown have 47 combined points. The field goals, again, uh, Miami here, – here you go right here. 30 for 94 field goals. 30 for 94. Uh, it's just 32% is dreadful. Seven for 45 from three-point land. I mean, my goodness. What a – just an absolutely terrible game for the Miami Heat last night. Nobody – I'm not even – I'm not even coming down on them hard. I would – everybody in that locker room probably feels the same way. And I just don't have a lot of hope for the series. It, it's It's been a complete disappointment of an Eastern Conference Finals. One of the worst six-game series that I've ever watched. It's kind of unexplainable – you know how bad it's went but uh it, it is where we're is hope let's hope the nba finals uh give us give us give us a little something more something that we earned you know from the, the time we've invested in watching these games and you know what what we thought was going to happen after the first really good two rounds of playoffs and t- until this thing that we're sitting through is uh it is really something else but uh i i think the celtics but it, this isn't two bad teams be, you know beating each other up the celtics are a good team and i still think that i'm sticking with it i think they win the nba finals if anything now i hope they if if they move on if it doesn't go to game 7 goes game 7 we're having a different conversation who cares but if it they do move on i just hope it's without injury because uh these teams these teams are physical and they beat each other up and i'd hate to see a a silly injury going into the nba finals to change the what you know ruin the rest of uh, what we have at the playoffs. So that was it on the NBA playoffs. Again, uh, Golden State Mavericks tonight. And uh, then Friday night is uh, the Eastern Conference moves back to Boston. And I don't I don't think anybody wants to see it go back to Miami, but we'll see. Um, then a little NHL playoffs talk. Uh, not much to talk about. One game last night, but it was cool. Av- the uh, Colorado Avalanche were minutes away from – uh, moving on to the the uh, Western Conference Finals, St. Louis gets a goal, tied up, and then St. Louis scores in overtime to win. So now it went from the Avalanche, you know, had the probably had a, you know, the the t shirts made for the Western Conference Finals, and now all of a sudden they've got to go play a game six. So uh, that's hockey for you. It's sudden. It's I I can't think of again I can't think of a worse way to lose games I can't think of a better way to win games it was it was pretty emotional and again thanks hockey for holding up your end of the deal uh, your 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 series outside of the lightning you know are good competitive coming down to it excitement everything that we want out of uh, the NHL playoffs so my Colorado Colorado Avalanche lose five four to the St Louis Blues last night and they move on to Game Six and then anything anything can happen. And in hockey, really, anything can happen. As much as I say the Heat are dead, I don't think the Blues are. So we'll see. It's uh, it's uh, it's been it's been good so far, and it's uh, it's it's going to get better. Uh, that's just what the NHL does. So let's move on to some of the other stories that came across my feed yesterday. Some of the non-on court stuff. Okay, here we go. These SEC coaches just just can't shut up. So Kiffin, you know, has a has an interview and he's talking about the NIL the NIL deal again and the discrepancy in college football. Now, what I would say is go go, you know, look at it's easy just, you know, Google Kiffin talks about the NIL, it's going to come up. Really it's not it's not a it's not a bad take that Kiffin has. He's he's honest about some stuff, which is awesome. I always praise these guys for actually telling us something. It's 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 a pretty good interview. He doesn't come off, you know, 
come off too bad or come off crazy or like he's trying to with an agenda or anything. He's actually given some good answers and everything he says isn't. And I'm reading it. I'm like, okay, not too bad. Not not a huge fan of Kiffin, but I also I, I don't I don't dislike him as much as I used to. But then the first of all, I'm just over this 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 fake outrage from these coaches who have made millions upon millions upon millions for wearing, you know, a shoe company's logo on their shirt or a watch or driving a certain car. It, it the the hypocrisy of it is just crazy. And I I regret I wrote an article about this last year and I never published it on Off the Ball Network and I regret it that predicted these coaches would start getting really uptight when when their players started cutting into the sponsor money and a lot of that i think is what's happening here because these coaches you know they look over and they're like well because that was that in college especially in college football you had one person that got all the sponsorship deals for a team as far as the you know nil deals that's what the coaches have let's all remember this the coaches that's what they make their money off of too these sponsors it's an nil every every american can uh, just when now it's taken on that we only think of young, this is what they do. They, they spin it, right? And they want to stereotype it. So now when we say NIL, all we think about is young college athletes, but it's it's the coaches, it's it's me, it's it's whoever. It's, um, you know, Rihanna. I think it's all name, image, and likeness. So it's not specific to young college athletes. And so for these coaches, they're constantly outraged over it. As if they don't go to a team because of the of the money they can make. Does does that make any sense? It's they're like, ah, oh, the players players shouldn't be determined in schools because of how much money they can make, even though that's why Kiffin is at Ole Miss and that's why Saban is at Alabama. You know, uh Ryan Day just took a huge contract extension to Ohio State. Ryan Day could have went to, I don't know, I don't he could have went to a a, a G five school. Uh, but he didn't, you know, you, that's what I'm getting at here. So the hypocrisy, I'm, I'm just over the hypocrisy, but it's fun. It's off season. It's something to talk about. So then Kiffin brings up, you know, the NIL, the way it's done now is uh, it's going to create bigger gaps, bigger gaps between the haves and the have nots. And I'm sorry, folks, but if you look back at the last, however many years you want to go back in college football, it is so lopsided. It's crazy at the top. I mean, you have about 10 teams that have won all basically all the national championships for the last 30 or 40 years. And then people people now all of a sudden tell me that, oh, only 10 to 15 teams can compete. Well, that's that's how it's been forever. Like, when was the last time Purdue – and Purdue's a great university with a good football program – when's the last time, you know, that they come – they don't come into every season as a perennial contender either – and that's a school like that. I mean, that that's not even moving down the line to some of these schools that have never had a chance. I mean, like Missouri football, Arkansas football, like these schools, you know, they, they've there's been another tier for decades, and now all of a sudden, what's an NIL? It's like, oh, now there's 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 no reason for anybody to even play. It's going to be five schools. It's it's been. I mean, my goodness, this this past decade has been Ohio State, Clemson, Alabama the rotation at the top and then insert, you know, whether it's LSU or Auburn or somebody like that for a decade. Um, I mean, it's complete, it's more lopsided than it's ever been before the NIL. So now all of a sudden the NIL is going to make it worse. I don't know how it's going to make it worse. You know, like I said, like, Oh, you know, so 
what if a school like we'll, we'll keep with Purdue? What if Purdue now steals the best quarterback in the country from one of these big programs because he can get an NIL deal? Doesn't that make them better? Doesn't that make them if CJ Stroud transfers to Purdue from Ohio State, doesn't that equal out more than make it lopsided? That, that's what I'm getting at. So it's just crazy. So, and then again, Kiffin comes up with a solution. And this is what all these coaches, the only solution they have is to take stuff away from the players. So Kiffin's like, ah, the only solution I see is a cap. He's essentially referring to like a salary cap. Again, these schools aren't paying the players, it's sponsors. I, I, I know I've beat that horse to death. But what I'm saying is like the only solution any of them come up with is the players have it really good, but let's take something away to even this out. It's it's ridiculous. They don't, they can, they cannot come up with anything else because they don't, they're not going to give anything up. They could give plenty of money up to their schools. Um, they're not giving up their facilities. Georgia's just unveiled their, their updated facility. And my goodness, it's one of, it's the, it's the freaking Taj Mahal of uh, football facilities. Nobody's making them give that up. Nobody's making them donate half of their money to Georgia state to even things out are they like georgia can put as much money into that program as they want to that's fine uh but the but the players making money that's the issue like all of this money all of the billions of dollars wrapped up and we'll just keep it with college football th th there's no other solution except for limit what the players can get it's just constantly about that's the easiest out for these that for these coaches for these ad's for all these everybody involved let's just limit what the players can get and it'll even itself out let's control the players more we just need more control over the players and then we'll be fine like goodness you know it's it's been great for 150 years but boy my this this last 12 months or it's not even been 12 months now we're talking eight months of players making money well wow, that's that's ruining the sports all i hear is ruining the sport so come on like you know it's I, that's why i said when nike and under armor got involved with these programs and everybody's wearing the swoosh or the under armor logo and all this money's coming in then all of a sudden these programs with these big sponsors get better like oregon ohio state um you know auburn's you know uh, maryland maryland's a great example of the under armor money when when the oil guys invest in oklahoma state or texas a m that's all fine that that's totally cool and I'm sure that that didn't help get recruits. You know, they, they don't they don't care about facilities and and all the the perks they could get by going to that school. It's it's paying them that's doing it. That's what's shifting college football. And and again, why does everybody care so much about whether Alabama takes us? You know, it, it seems to all be about oh man, Alabama's going to take a step back. Poor Alabama. Like no, coach your kids up. It's it's not it's not that many players that are changing hands here. Coach them up. That, that that's what I would say. Like, okay, that other team might have a few more, you know, good players than they used to because you're not hoarding all the players because they had no choice. Now they got a little bit of freedom now. They can go wherever they want. Oh, oh no, we gotta change that. We gotta we gotta get it. We gotta get those players funneled back to the top ten biggest programs in the United States. Um that 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 that'll fix it. That makes more sense. So anyway, that's my rant about that. These these guys are ridiculous. Um, you know, I it's again the, the Kiffin interview is not bad, but it's still it boils down to the same thing. Um, you know, we want to be able to control these kids. We want to be able to be able to we don't want them to have as many choices as they have right now. Uh for you know you know God God forbid a millionaire gives away some of his money. Like no, the millionaires. You keep your money, kids. You you. We don't want you to have any. And so Joe Schmo on Saturday can feel good, feel good about the purity of college sports. We just fixed everything, man. Good job. Anyway, we're not done talking about this. 
by by any means but uh we are done talking about it today um you know there's the only other story out there it's it's not a big one yesterday is it was it was news but it's beyond the story uh colin kaepernick got a tryout with the raiders and you know automatically i've already said it you guys know how you feel about it we all know what went down the difference is how you whether you think he deserved to get blackballed or whether you think he didn't like we all know he got blackballed if you're one of the oh he wasn't good enough anyway well then you're in that percentage i'm nobody's ever going to change your mind we know how you feel about it we'll, we'll move on we, we won't you're you're good um you know so that's done so you know it, it's too little too late the nfl won you know, they 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 got him out of the game long enough to to age him and to basically let him uh, rot on the docks. You know, like they like they say, and it worked. He's you know, if he gets a job, it's gonna be much lesser. It, that's what's going on. Whether they're gonna give him a chance, I don't know, because because now everybody's justified. If you base it on his football skills, well, yeah, now it's probably justified that he's not. You know, he may not be an NFL quarterback. If you're going to tell me six years ago he wasn't, then that, that again, that's a different conversation. But it was a story yesterday. Uh, people are going to be talking about it again. If you don't have thoughts on Colin Kaepernick by now, you're never going to. And that's awesome. And if you, and if you, you know, it's, uh, I'm not going to change him. <laughs> um, you nobody, you nobody's going to change him. I mean, that is a, that's a, that's a passionate topic. People have thoughts. So, hey, yeah, good for the Raiders giving him a tryout for whatever it means, um, whether it's, you know, whether either one of them are taking it serious. I have no way to know. I can't get inside their head. So uh, it, it's a thing that happened and it will be discussed all day. So if you're in a drive to work, when you get there, somebody's going to somebody's going to bring it up, uh, whether you want them to or not. You may want them to. You may not want them to. It's going to get brought up today if you're a sports fan and you see more than three people. <laughs> So uh, that's it. I know uh, it was a passionate day. That's why that's why I had to take a breath from yesterday. But again, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Go to OffTheBallNetwork.com. Check out everybody. Check out Jeff Needs Sports on uh, all your podcast platforms. Like, subscribe, share, review, and click that subscribe button on YouTube. Again, we appreciate it. You guys are the best. Have a great day. Uh, try to be rational. <laughs> try to just uh, let's all try to be uh, decent humans for a few days and see if that, uh, that see if maybe that helps anything. Um, all right, everybody. I'm Jeff and I'm out.